It is 2am in the morning, Sunday morning here in Singapore, in the hazy Singapore. Well, it's not that bad anymore, but yeah, welcome to Offsite. If you're new to Offsite, it's <laughs> the reason why I had that as an intro song because it's cheesy as fuck. But anyways, if you're new to Offsite, you should know that it's a informal channel for a dossier. It's not scripted at all. I just go as and when and continue speaking without a script. But uh, we talk about everything under the sun, whatever current affairs is happening, whatever pisses me off, whatever article that I find is good that I can share with you guys. Anything, anything, like probably, it can be anything at all for um, off-site. So I am brain dead. I just had a cup of coffee, but my brain is not working at all. But I just, oh, this week has been awful for me, professionally and personally as well. Um... What I'm more pissed about is the things that I'm seeing on the fucking newspaper. Uh, the reason why... Uh, I don't know how to get started. I just have so much anger in me. I'm gonna grow all fucking cranky, guys. I'm gonna be like, fuck you, fuck everyone. I don't care if the world ends. But yeah, I'll try not to be. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, once again, Singaporeans will be familiar with this. Whoever is listening in... Why am I tripping on my words? Whoever is listening in... Um, we were devastated to find out about the murder of a kid in Chin Sui Road. Uh, I don't want to get into that because I'm... Uh, that we have that, that murder. And also the other one that is pissing me off is... Everyone knows, every Singaporean knows about this. That NUS molest case outreach of modesty case and how he is being led away let off easily because it was said that he has potential in life and he can go far and something around that fucking line with which pisses me off so what you have papers meaning you say that i don't know i just don't want to get into that but you get what i mean it's because of this fucking article that i'm like so pumped up with anger right now but anyways Anyways, let's push that aside. Um, I've been doing podcasting. What I want to talk about is I've been doing podcasting for a while. I know my episodes, it's on and off. My episodes are not a lot. But I realized something. Now, for almost a year of podcasting on and off for work and for leisure, I realized in the podcasting industry, women really love true crime you know if you ask like podcast listeners they'll like you ask them like especially women you ask them like what's your favorite genre of podcast they'll go true crime now as opposed to tv where like i'm trying to think at the top of my head my mom i grew up with my mom watching like general hospital days of our lives this is so old school people my age would be like that's so fucking old yeah it's all for my asian people my Malay people, Pangako Sayo, which is a Filipino um, soap opera, which is dubbed in Malay, and I think many other different languages. What else? I'm trying to think what my mom watches. My family is not the conventional Malay Muslim family. They do. They do watch Malay stuff. They do. But 
my parents are prissy in a way that they like to watch quality stuff. I'm not saying Malay stuff are not of good quality. They are. It's just that Singaporean channel sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I haven't said that. But I grew up with my dad watching um, Chinese stuff from Hong Kong. You know, Stephen Chow. Oh, I fucking love them. Stephen Chow. Um, I do watch a little bit of Channel 8. Um... And not so much, but yeah, Stephen Chow, um, Korean stuff. My mom started off with Korean stuff. Uh, what else? What else? What else? French, American, UK. So that's how I grew up with. But I'm still um, inclined to the old school Malay, you know, like movies. P. Ramlee. Fucking love that stuff. You have to go with that stuff. That's like fundamentals. But anyways... What my mom is into right now is she's into Turkish series on Netflix, which is Turkish. Turkish. Like, I can understand where she's coming from. And the men, well, both the men and women are fucking hot in them. I'm gonna, like, push the blame to my mom right now because I came from her. So we all know where this horniness is coming from. gonna kill me if she hears this but anyways back again to podcasting now true crime usually before i pinpoint on people or before i place my own judgments or opinions on anyone else i look into the mirror especially on things that i can relate to and i question myself i'm trying to relate to why women like true crime now i am a huge fan of dexter Twisted fucking head there. Something's wrong with me. Um, Dexter, Sherlock. Oh, fucking love Sherlock. And Luther. As you can see, it's either I fall in love with completely smart men or completely, you know, sociopaths or psychopaths. But I love smart men who, you know, everyone knows this, who is quick-witted and someone who can hold a fruitful conversation, you know. Someone who has a dark and dry sense of humor. Okay, sometimes meaningless humor, but just someone like Sherlock, maybe. He always likes calling himself, you know, a high-functioning sociopath. So the reason why I like to watch all these shows is because I just want to know what goes into their heads. It's just, it's interesting. That's why, like, Netflix comes out with, like, you know, Inside Criminal Minds and stuff like that. Because... I think on a general term, it's interesting to find out, like, what's the difference between my head and their heads, you know? That's, like, for me. So, I was curious. I went around asking all my podcasting friends from overseas and local who listens to podcasts, you know, on a daily basis heavily and i ask them like for those who like true crime i ask them like why do you like true crime and surprisingly enough most of them they lean to two reasons behind that most of them lean towards one so i can protect myself from you know this kind of crimes or psychotic men and number two you guessed it it's the same as my former statement Let me just quote directly from one of them. They were saying that, I just want to know what's the difference between my head and their heads. Like, as in the killers or criminal, what goes inside the criminal minds that leads them to do what they do. It's the same as me, but only that I 
to be honest with you, I haven't listened to any true crime um, podcast because I... I don't know. I haven't come around. I I just don't know. Maybe I should try it. But I haven't came around to listen to any, you know, true crime podcast. I should try. I, mm, I don't know. I'm still, like, so connected to Sherlock and Luther. So, yeah. Okay, I'll try. But where was I? Um, Yeah. So, with all the data that I've gotten from my, you know, friends and fellow podcasters and, like, you know, people who like true crime. So I sat down and think about it. Like, why? Like, wh- I know this, you know, like, discovering something is like finding treasure, you know. It's like you want to discover something new. You want to add value to your life. You want to learn something new. So I guess that's one of the reasons why people like true crime because they get to discover something new, like something much more darker than the normal view of life. But I was thinking about it. If you think about it in the most basic psychological term, I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that every human being likes pain. It's not, I can't even say it like every human being secretly, secretly likes pain. It's like, I think every, it's safe to say that every human being likes pain. Before you go fucking absolute on my ass... Don't be a complete fucker and say, I don't. Everything should be safe for everyone. I'll prove you fucking wrong via your porn browsing history that you like getting rough housed by your lover, all of us, okay? Or, or let me just prove this theory that every human being likes pain in a way that... Think about it this way. All of us fall in love. All of us have been in relationships. But all of us would love seeing our ex who has wronged us unhappy we would like that or or another theory just while we're walking someone random who would trip on something that is surprisingly delightful to all of us isn't it in connection to the theories that i just came up with that every human being likes pain and pertaining to that like we're always trying to think what is in the killer's head I think the only difference between our heads, let's call ourselves the commoners. Because I think, I it's scary to think what sometimes, sorry, it's late at night. Sometimes the killer's mind are fucking amazing that it's scary as hell. But let's call ourselves the commoners. And I think the difference between us, the commoners, and the killer's minds are, I think, probably the existence of empathy. Because think about it. All of us has gone through hardships, but how many times has the hardships in our lives has made us go, oh, I can't fucking do this. I can't, I can't fucking do this. This is so hard. I can't, I'm not strong enough. Until you will become desensitized, for the lack of a better word. I hate that word, but it's possible. We all know the fear that that word, desensitized, and what it presents. It's scary because it has happened so many fucking times. The difference between us commoners and the killers or the criminals are the control of empathy that we have. Usually from the pain that we feel, that strong hate usually turns into love or remorse. And we, the commoners, we always, because we have felt that pain before, 
we would never want to inflict that kind of pain to others and we would go to extend to protect you know others to not feel that pain that no one should feel the same pain that we did so another thing is since we're in the topic of pain um <laughs> i realize i have mentioned this a lot of times um in my other podcast about how I actually have conversations with my boyfriend who is a huge horror fan. Um, I kept, I always keep on telling him, you haven't watched an Asian ghost movie because they're so fucking fucked up. Asian people, we know this. It's fucking fucked up. The ghosts are fucking scary. So I've always been like, it's not a debate. We don't get into fights about it. But I'm always trying to prove him wrong by saying that, you know, like, American... American horror story are always like scary and stuff but Asians are much more scarier so that has always been happening but um that was one part of it because it's true like the ghosts in Asia like the ghost stories the horror stories most of the ghosts are all women so um pertaining to that um I've spoke about the ghosts before and I think they're all women because as women, we hold in so much that we become, you know, puntianas and stuff like that. But ironically enough, um, via a conversation that I had earlier on today with my one of my best friends, uh, two of my best friends over coffee, because we had such a shitty week. So I just had to sit down and just unwind with them and just let it out. So one of my best friends actually... We were talking, and then she came out with a random but interest visa. She came out with a random but interesting question, which is, in the context of a family, be it husband and wives, moms and dads, grandpas and grandmas, is it men or women who usually dies first? So when this question happened, immediately me and James just went, men. <laughs> okay, I maybe just. Before you... It's true. Have you thought about it? Like, in your family? Like, have you seen, like, who dies first? I mean, yeah, it can be different. But I think it's safe to say that women live longer. I don't know. But I just think that it's usually the dad or the grandpa. Grandpa. (laughs) Grandpa. Who dies first. But I have a reason behind saying this. Now... Let me just warn you, this is going to escalate really quickly into a morbid conversation. Reason being, <clears throat> I, Shida Osman, believe the... How should I put this? Believe the societal pressures of being a man. They face, you know, like societal pressures as well of being a man. I don't think it's equivalent to being a woman. Not at all, because I think we have it harsh. Society, look at us. Like, we have a certain bar that we have to meet which is harsh, but it's, I would always agree that it's hard being a man too, because, well, in general, being a human being is already hard, but you know what I mean. I, I've grown to learn along the years via observations and communication from my current boyfriend, my, my current boyfriend, previous partners and male friends, that it's hard because according to societal rules, men are always, number one, supposed to suppress um, various emotions like you know they're not supposed to cry we've all heard this and they're not supposed to cry they're supposed to suck it up uh, uh, number two 
I think friendship wise, it's easier like in if men have men best friends because if they don't agree on something, it's easy for them to just fight it out. I think. And just, you know, just fight it out. But women don't do that. But I think friendship-wise, in comparison to men, women have better friendship. Because we can say, of course, there's going to be bitches. But if you find really good girlfriends, you can sit down and they're not only going to be a medium to vent. They're also going to be a place where you, you know, like relate and share stuff about, you know, women's health, um, women's problem and stuff like that. But men, I have this perspective that men can't share their difficulties in a relationship or in a marriage with other men or their men best friends. I don't know, bro. I don't know what you call them. But because there's a certain bar of being a man as well, I think in groups of men, testosterone runs high and there's always alpha male, there's alpha females as well, just so you know. And I think that... If you say that you have a problem, the other men would just say, Come on, be a man. You're supposed to take charge. You know, like, it's that kind of pressure. So I just think that women have better girlfriends. Yeah, it's true. So anyways, um, where was I going? Oh yeah, men don't sit down and bitch about their girlfriends or wife because... You know, like, it's that peer pressure with men friends. Like, they always think that you should be in control magically. Number three, um, men, male are always the gender that everyone wants to think knows everything. You know what I mean? Like, men are always assumed to be known as the gender that should know almost everything. Like... You're supposed to know this. You're supposed to snap, snap, snap. You're supposed to know everything. But that's not true. Like, we're supposed to feed off. Okay, when I'm saying this, I just realized something. It brings me back to one of my episodes, which is episode 4. Equality. I still remember the title. Equality. Champion genders. All over again. You guys should... If you guys are fighting husband and wives, couples, go back to that episode... That is my like most listened episode, but you guys should listen to it to remind yourselves of our traditional roles and always to meet in the middle. Ow, my wrist just snapped. Um, where am I going with this? Right, right. Uh, we were talking about true crime and my best friend's question, Fiza's question of who would die first, men or women. Now, if you look about what we talked about earlier... It's funny enough that during the conversation with my best friends, I was like, I think all this, whatever we talked about, gives me much more much more clarity as to why most men are murderers and the women are usually the ones who get killed. Usually, if you see the pattern in all of this in real life, after a murder is committed by a man... It always go in such a way where the men would kill themselves after killing their wives or whoever it is that they kill. Don't you think so? Like, it, it's always been that way. I was talking to my friends, I was telling them, if you think about it, men usually commit suicide. Like, I know female, and I, I, I know like, you know, women do too, but usually directly after a murder, like men would kill themselves and then, you know, females all always the one getting killed but yeah 
told you that they, this would actually be a morbid topic. It's just my head. So, that's food for a morbid tot. Happy weekend, everyone. Yeah, I don't know. My head just... I don't know, man. It's just... It's just weird to think about it. I think I've watched too much Dirty John, so I should stay away with it. But anyways, um, I'm seriously considering having a small, easy binge uh, sound bite of... I think I should call it things I should have said. Because there's so many things that we don't say in our heads to people who are like completely mean to us, you know? So I think that would be good. I think people would write in more what do you think i think listeners would like write in more and share their stories about cheaty things that because i oh i'm gonna start off good because i've been in the customer service for 10 years and the compilation of stories that i have of mean fucking consumers to my face oh be a piece of cake man so tell me what you guys think um i think it'd be good look for a short five to ten minutes anyways i hope you guys enjoyed this um episode of offside uh, if you guys like it do subscribe to me i have an instagram page as well for those of you who are new but yeah share with me what your thoughts are and dm me if there's anything i'm looking forward to meet more fellow podcasters so till the next offside do not be more a bit like me. <laughs> Have a good weekend, and I hope to hear from you soon. Bye, guys. Offset.